0: Howdy neighbors, Ron Hayes, beef buzzing with you today with Mary Thomas Hart of NCBA. We're talking about the LRPA in just a moment. It's Express Ranches Ranchers Bull Sale coming Monday, October third, at the ranch, Yukon, Oklahoma. Four hundred and fifty head will be selling: two hundred twenty-five Angus bulls, fifty Hereford bulls, fifty registered Angus and Hereford spring-bred heifers, seventy commercial spring-bred heifers, and thirty commercial fall calving pairs. You can attend in person or bid online at SuperiorLivestock.com and LiveAuction.tv. For more information, go to ExpressRanches.com. Express Ranches Ranchers Bull Sale Monday, October third. Every year you pick your replacement heifers. Some become profitable cows, others disappoint. How can you make more reliable selections? Genetic testing. Commercial cow-calf producers like you are using Inherit Select from Zoetis. You gain valuable predictions, including cow fertility, size, and soundness, feed efficiency, growth, and carcass merit, as well as easy-to-use economic indexes. This improves your selection, breeding, and marketing decisions. Learn more at InheritProgress.com or contact your local Zoetis representative. I guess we need another acronym. Uh, in this case we've got the LRPA, the Livestock Regulatory Protect Act and join us today help sort out these letters uh, Mary Thomas Hart National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Mary t- tell us about this LRPA.
1: So yeah, the Livestock Regulatory Protection Act is a piece of bipartisan legislation that was actually introduced at the beginning of 2021 by Senators Thune, Bozeman, Cinema, and Kelly from Arizona in an attempt to codify some language that we've had in the appropriations package for about the last 12 years, so for quite a while. This bill seeks to codify language that protects livestock producers from regulation of greenhouse gas emissions under the Clean Air Act.
0: As much as anything, the LRPA designed to be a deterrent, especially when it comes to bureaucrats that really want to go after agriculture when it comes to methane.
1: That is certainly a concern, right? And, and I think especially in this administration, we've seen a real focus on, on climate change, on methane emissions, um, on greenhouse gas emissions regulation generally. Um, And the EPA has really taken a a strong stance on using the Clean Air Act to regulate greenhouse gas emissions. Now, they were smacked down by the Supreme Court uh, earlier this year. But I think that when something like that happens, EPA just goes back to the drawing board, right? So EPA just continues to look at the Clean Air Act and say, how can we use this to effectively regulate greenhouse gas emissions? And the more creative the agency gets, the, the more risk I think is presented to agricultural producers. So, you know, while agricultural producers, while farmers and ranchers aren't regulated under the Clean Air Act right now, um, I think we wanna, we wanna have a belt and suspenders approach to protection, right? We wanna always make sure that we're thinking a few steps ahead and that's what the Livestock Regulatory Protection Act would do.
0: Now, uh, this this uh, particular piece of legislation uh, has already received a hearing, uh, Environment and Public Works Committee, in, in the U.S. Senate, is this the uh, the prime, prime going to be the primary committee uh, of, of jurisdiction?
1: It is. Yeah. So this is certainly an interesting piece of legislation. And there there is a question about, you know, which committee has jurisdiction over it. But at the end of the day, even though it's a bill that impacts agricultural producers, it is an environmentally related bill. So it, it would be uh, it would put a limitation on EPA. Therefore, it falls under the jurisdiction of the Environment and Public Works Committee.
0: With the uh, with the lawmakers that are the principal authors of this uh, legislation, a couple of Democrats from Arizona and a couple of Republicans as well from other states, uh, including uh, the uh, the lead Republican on the Senate Agriculture Committee, uh, what you know are, do you have have some hopes that this could happen between now and the end of this session?
1: I think that it actually you know while while the bill may not get you know. Passed into law before the end of this session, I think that it speaks really strongly to the importance of retaining this language in the annual appropriations package. You know, showing that these provisions that protect farmers and ranchers are bipartisan in nature goes a long way to ensuring that the Appropriations Committee retains them in the final piece of legislation. Like I said, we have two provisions in the appropriations package that have been there since 2009. One of those provisions is this bill's language exactly. It it prevents EPA from regulating livestock greenhouse gas emissions under Title V of the Clean Air Act. The other provision prevents EPA from collecting greenhouse gas emissions reporting from livestock producers across the country. So both of those provisions are incredibly important. And maintaining those provisions every year is, is one of our top priorities at NCBA.
0: Mary Thomas Hart of NCBA, you've got the beef buzz on Ron. If there's anything the past two years have taught us, it's that people don't always get along and they certainly don't always agree on everything. And while we can't help you with your Facebook debates, we can help with resolving many types of agriculture and environmental related issues at no cost. Oklahoma Agriculture Mediation's been helping Oklahomans resolve conflicts since 1987, and we're here to help you. And the best thing is we can do it without having to go to court. So if you have a conflict that might need some mediation, get more information at ok.gov slash mediation. And that's your Beef Buzz. Have a good day. I'm Ron Hayes.